Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Politics without the soap opera with unfiltered constitutional conservative truth. The Conservative Review with Daniel Horowitz. And welcome back, fellow American patriots and Minutemen standing at the ready to fight for the last morsels of humanity left. It's not even life, liberty, and property anymore. It is we are fighting for our own survival. Bioterrorism, they are planning more viruses, more vaccines more denial of treatment, all of it's going on. And now we have a three-year cathartic warning, and it's still not enough for people. But here we are, Friday the 10th of February, more like Friday the 13th. Daniel Hurwitz back here today, end of the week. Um, I got to stop talking a mile a, a, a minute. <laughs> Just there's so much going on here. We have Naomi Wolf coming up to talk about what Pfizer and the FDA knew when they knew it. They knew it from day one. And not only are they not punished, their product is still out there making money, still being mandated in some places, and their new products are right around the corner. What are we going to do about this? Oh, let's talk about Twitter, Twitter censorship. How many more hearings are we going to have on that and not the genocide? Oh, they censored the genocide. No, they committed the genocide. I'm just just sick of it. This is the only issue you're not allowed to focus on. Students, not systems, education reform. Where did that come from? Sam Walton and Jeb Bush. Whatever, I have to get to that in another day. I mean, I'm, I'm all for school choice, but something a little bit funny that that's consuming all the legislative activity and they have no time for, for saving humanity here. But anyway, folks, I implore you to please go out and buy the book. It's pretty much out. Um, it's not even really a pre-order anymore because by the time they ship it, it's it's it. It's they're going to ship it early next week. So if you go on to Amazon, Rise of the Fourth Reich: Confronting COVID Fascism with a New Nuremberg Trial. This is so important to rocket this to number one. You know, I don't do things for money. I didn't even want to do this. Steve had to convince me. I was like, "Look, I write columns every day, give out information. This just distracts. I don't need it." And moreover, by the time it comes out, this will be over. And I could have never imagined there would be such a need for this. And the exact way the book is written, what it's about, what it calls for, is more relevant than when we wrote it. You know, because the supply chains has been delayed, but now it's finally going to come out early next week. If we could rocket this up to number one, get on the New York Times bestseller, it cannot be ignored. And Every time even I want to start moving away from it because there's so many other crazy things. We, we talked about carbon capture yesterday, stealing people's land, the, the energy stuff. But again, the energy stuff is born out of the mentality, the f- rise of the Fourth Reich with the great reset of COVID fascism. Total state that they could kill, maim, destroy your life and liberty under the guise of saving humanity from an emergency, and we do not have the legal structures in place, the political structures to stop this. So I really, really need your help sending that to everyone you know, 
purchasing as much as you can, adopting a state legislator or congressman to give it to if you're able to do that. And I'm going to try as much as I can as well. You know, I'm sending out as many copies. I'm paying for it as well. That's that's the point. By the way, Steve also, just so you know, Steve's, I mean, he's going to do well with his movie Nefarious Plot. By the way, coming out on my birthday, April 14th. Um, so that's going to be exciting. He doesn't need this either. Um, he wanted it for the same reasons as me. And also, he told me God spoke to him in the shower. He said, Daniel, you are not getting enough credit for the work you do. You're kind of on the back burner with everyone. I want you to get the credit you deserve. And that's that's really what this was all about. So Steve also is motivated not by the typical conservative grifting. Here's my um, – you, you will see why this is different than every other conservative political book, why it, it is forward-looking. It is so needed, and we're, we're going to talk more about that. And by the way, connected to that, both our sponsors today, first sponsor, Jace Case. Um, one of the things uh, I'm going to tie in the news with our ad, it was found – there's an article in the Wall Street Journal I missed a couple weeks ago – and thanks, Melissa, for sending this to me, a couple others as well, because um, I think Dr. Mercola just wrote about it, but this came out a couple weeks ago. There's a provision in the omnibus bill that looks like it's giving the FDA authority to block doctors from prescribing off-label under certain circumstances, from blocking that. So again, not only have we not rectified you know, the gain of function, the creation of the pathogens, the creation of the vaccines, the putting upon us therapeutics that are deadly, blocking the therapeutics that do work, the lockdowns, the mask, the legal authority, the EUA, the PrEP Act, the liability. But it looks like they're making it worse. So I found the language. It's on page 3,542 of the omnibus bill under... Section 3306 of the bill bans of devices for one or more intended uses. And if you read it, it's clearly doing that. My only question is, is it devices? Would therapeutics be included? But to me, it's not a matter of the legal language. We're not governed by the rule of law. We're governed by the political will. And once you put that in, they'll do what they want. Because, heck, they did it even without the authority. So the point is, you need to make sure you have on hand medications that you do need while they foist upon you ones they don't. Lo and behold, we have a scarcity of antibiotics. And that's why I want you to go to jacemedical.com. Jacemedical.com. Use offer code REVIEW10 to get $10 off at your checkout. But before you order, you have to fill out a questionnaire in order to get a prescription. It's five different courses of antibiotics that you could prepare with. Uh, things like doxycycline, things like azithromycin, augmentin, um, you will have that case uh, ready to go. Uh, so when you can't get a hold of it and doctors don't want to prescribe, you have it. We need to prepare. Um, again, jacemedical.com, offer code REVIEW10. We are all about forward-looking action, and this is this is part of it. So, folks, there is so much news going on. So much news going on. It turns out, again, that in the omnibus bill, they're giving the FDA authority to further ban off-label drugs. It turns out that Tedros, the WHO um, leader, Secretary General, is saying the next pandemic will likely be bird flu and H5N1. And lo and behold, it's very interesting 
that they said that on the same week that BBC had an article out, bird flu spills over to otters and foxes in the UK. Very, very interesting. The animals were found to have a mutation of the virus that could make it easier to infect mammals. Bird flu. And now we know when we have all these things popping up, it wasn't by accident. Clearly, they've been created. So typically the problem is that we can't get legislators to do the right thing because, God forbid, should they do the right thing ahead of time before we die and suffer life, liberty, and property as a result. But here we had the biggest warning of the death, death of the creation of the virus, the death of the blocking of treatment, the death in the hospitals, the death of the vaccines, the, the lockdown, the mass, the destruction of liberty. We now know that this was going on for, for years, certainly since 2012, with the creation of Moderna by DARPA and the CIA and funding all this research and funding the creation of funding this and, and changing the legal authorities to enable this and enable the lockdowns and enable the unleashing of the bioweapons and its mandates. And now they're like, yeah, we have 15 more. Here's RSV. And, and we don't have any, any understanding that we're going to change this politically. Even the hearings, they're, they're all about yesterday, the first weaponization subcommittee hearing. And you had uh, that agent um, Parker, the FBI, former FBI uh, agent whistleblower. She was testifying, you know, the politically motivated investigation. So I thought we would finally get into the FBI genocide and persecution of Americans. No, it, this was yet another hearing that Republicans only cared about the Twitter censorship. And dude, it's important, but like that's the least of it. They're killing and persecuting us. And the big story of the day with that is Dr. Jessica Rose put this on her substack. So we've been talking about how the CDC now has ICD codes that they just created to um, monitor and track not just unvaccinated but unvaccinated people who didn't want to get the vaccine. So we know they're doing this. We know they did it. They're doing it. They're planning it, planning more, planning more deadly stuff, destroying liberty on the can. It's not just, oh, your, your views on the vaccine are censored on Twitter. No, it's that they're putting deadly vaccines upon us and tracking to punish and create medical apartheid for those who don't get it. That's worse than censoring my, my tweet. And I've certainly been the biggest victim of that. So it turns out it's worse. This has come out in testimony in the New York City teachers versus the, the city and the state, the trial over the vaccine mandate. It turns out that unvaccinated teachers in New York City were flagged with problem codes in their personnel files by the Department of Education and then when that occurred, their fingerprints were sent with that flag to the FBI and the New York Criminal Justice Services. This should be the number one thing in the weaponization subcommittee. But somehow no one wants to touch this. The bigger the issue, the more important to civilization, the less they want to touch it. And by the way, with that, I just want to get out our other sponsor today, Brand new sponsor today, YouthSwitchMD.com. Okay, boy, is this product needed for those of you who got the clot shot that is now proven to damage your DNA and preclude cellular repair. 
you know, I used to laugh at these products, but now, you know, I, I realize there's so much on the market that actually does address the science of how your cells work with aging, with, with immune health. So there are things that really could extend your life and make you feel younger because now we're watching how the shots age you quickly. So this product from Youth Switch, it works by lengthening your telomeres. T-E-L-O-M-E-R-E. Telomere. What's a telomere? Telomere is like the end of your chromosome that plays a critical role in transferring your DNA, but every time it kind of replicates, it loses its, its juice. You have the shortening of telomeres. And what's astounding is I found that there is a wealth of studies associated with that the, the more you have shortening of your telomeres, which obviously occurs as you age, the worse outcomes you had with COVID, which as we well know, anything that you have worse outcomes with COVID, that means that the COVID shots are, are shortening your telomeres and that depletes your DNA, aging, immune health, and all of that. So you switch is an all natural doctor approved manufactured right here in America. It has a potent blend of adaptogens that promote healthier telomeres and longer longer ones and therefore longer lifespans. It boosts your energy and can support regeneration of healthy organ systems. You can try Youth Switch for yourself risk-free today. And here's the deal. You receive a free bottle of Ageless Brain as a bonus. Another great product improves focus, memory, mood, and you'll receive four bonus ebooks to boost every aspect of your health and longevity. I'm still digesting all this. But with the bioterrorism going on, um, the immune problems of those who got the shots, probably even those who didn't got the shots with the shedding, this is very important that we start researching this. Go to youthswitchmd.com slash conservative to claim your supply of Youth Switch and all five bonus gifts. That's youthswitchmd.com slash conservative to order Youth Switch today. So... Jessica Rose goes on to talk about problem codes, the flag that's the flag that the Department of Education puts in the personnel file of employees to indicate that they should not be hired due to unexplained misconduct. And that went to the FBI. So go to Dr. Jessica Rose's top um, substack today, and it has that. Then now we have news. I, I just saw this from a friend of mine who works in healthcare. This is, this is from two months ago. OSHA moves ahead with permanent COVID-19 standards for health workers. So not only are they not getting rid of the masks, they're making it permanent. OSHA for years, as you well know, would say masks are absolutely not protective against viruses. And they just lied, just flipped it, flipped 50 years of science. And they're, they're making that permanent. To this day, House Republicans have not brought up a bill to ban mask mandates. I, I mean, something so obvious becomes so unpopular, the science beyond it is so immense, and they're making it permanent. Oh, Daniel, it's over. See, this is what they do. They made it that for most people as we speak, you don't have to wear a mask, you don't have to get a shot. You live your life normal, it feels great. But they were building this for years, but at least for years, like people like myself, I didn't know this was going on. Now we know it is going on, and they did it. How do you not preclude this? I'm struggling and fighting in every state legislature. You know, I Google, you know how I monitor things. I, I'll Google like 
state legislature and like, I don't know, ESG, uh, you know, drag show, vaccine. So you, you get to see like, okay, you know, what's the latest news? Which, which bodies, which state legislatures are dealing with this? And I Google vaccine and state legislature. And you know what comes up? The bills that I had drafted in North Dakota and a few other places. Meaning without our legislative strike force teams, this literally wouldn't even get on the map. And wouldn't, we wouldn't even have bills introduced. So we have a few bills. That, I'm not saying 100%. There's a few that did it without me, but not many. And they're all getting watered down. So our bill to ban mRNA shots, North Dakota Senate Bill 2384, now it turned into and passed the Senate like 26-24, barely passed, not to ban it, but to have a study, a legislative study on mRNA and RSV shots. All right, it's something. You know, without that, without my effort, we couldn't even get that. I'm, I'm trying to strengthen it in the House, make put a little bit more teeth in that, make it more of a robust trigger with a study. We have no way of banning it. And then ND House Bill 1207 to at least force the state to publish vaccine injuries. That did pass the committee 13 to 1. So again, the, the first time, it's not robust. It needs to be strengthened to really create a state VAERS system. This is just kind of like a website. It's not specific enough. The bill language needs to be strengthened. But um, that that that's the first of its kind. Like after everything going on, everyone's now announcing. Yeah, I've been back. Yeah, I'm. I've been injured. It's almost like with the lockdown and the social distancing and the masking, no one wanted to talk about. It. Like, dude, think this is utterly insane. And everyone looked at you like a zombie. And now everyone's like, yeah, yeah, it's kind of stupid. So now, so the vaccine injury that lasted another year and a half. Like, dude, do you not see everyone dropping dead? Do you not see all the studies, all the data from the government itself, the mechanism of action? Like, no, I don't know. And now it's like, yeah, I've been injured. I've been injured. Oh, okay. It's a disgrace it took this long, but fine, I'm okay. If you're a talk show host that, that finally came around, I'm not going to insult you. God bless you. Let's work together. But don't just say, yeah, yeah, it's stupid, and then move on. You need to work the phones. This needs to be your biggest issue by a mile. The problem is not that they censored information on Twitter about COVID and the vaccine. The problem is our government created it and murdered people, and they're just getting started. They're strengthening these authorities. Whether it's the fascism, the regulations, the masking, the mandates, the authorities to foist upon us therapeutics, the authorities to block safe and proven therapeutics. They're doing it. They're not done. They're not done. You know, I, I had a great um, email from a listener we think we have the upper hand because we listen to and read intelligent things and claim to be informed. Of late, I've realized being informed doesn't mean diddly squat. It's the people that get out there and make a ruckus that get anything done. Well, what, are, what a great email. That's exactly where we're at. We have more information and more intellectual firepower and data and science on this issue than on any policy ever. There's little value added to getting more. I'm all for getting more, and I'm going to continue highlighting it. But 
Now is the time to act and demand action, but I can't do this alone. This is not, oops, I burnt the toast. They did this on purpose, and they're, none, none of this has ended. They're continuing with every single aspect. Every single aspect of this has not ended. I don't understand. I, I was speaking with a, I had a long conversation with a senator in uh, Iowa. I just, I was like, I, I can't understand this. What is with your colleagues? You know, because he's introducing my constitutional amendment. He's going to be the first one. He filed it just simply stating that it's a constitutional right to refuse medical devices and treatment on and in your body and you can't be discriminated against in the realm of public accommodation. I mean, how is that not the baseline to come out and emerge from what we experienced, even if we didn't know this is in the pipeline? They're telling you, we have more pathogens, we have more bioweapon vaccines, we're strengthening the authorities for emergency power, for EUAs, for PrEP Act, for lack of liability, for mask mandates, and by the way, it's still, people are still losing their jobs in hospitals and red states. And they like look at you like you're from Mars. I have to look like I'm a radical. I'm begging for something too extreme. Oh, could we at least get this? Could we at least? This should be like everyone's issue. And, and, and this is why I, I implore you, as much as you could do budget-wise, to get this book in the hands of everyone you know. Adopt a state legislator. Adopt a, a congressman. Put it on their on, on their on their desk. They need to understand this. I don't need the fame. I don't need the money. I need this issue to get out before it's too late. And, and you could tell that 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 bill in North Dakota does purport to study RSV. That comes from me. You know, so that's something. That's something. Th this thing is so bad, it's not even funny. Like, th th there's no way they can go and just kill millions of people. They just did. And no one's calling them out for it. I mean, even the few people raising questions, they're kind of just scraping the surface, except for people like Senator Ron Johnson. He did testify before the House committee the members didn't really follow up on his line of thinking, but, you know, he, he did make it very clear, the vaccine injury, and he he's called it out by name from day one. Why do we only have one of him in the Senate? You have Chip Roy, Thomas Massey, and, you know, Andy Biggs, Marjorie Taylor Greene, maybe a few in the House, and then one governor, one governor, to this day, they won't say a word. Where's Huckabee Sanders? Where's Kim Reynolds? Where's Christy Nome? Living up to their reputation. Now, for those of you who know the truth, it, that's a rhetorical question. The World Economic Forum put out a video, direct quote. They're announcing new mRNA technology will use to edit and write your genome. Right level permission. And giving credit to mRNA COVID vaccines for their mRNA code. 
How is this not the biggest pro-life issue? And, and, and folks, it's the weirdest thing. I'll tell you, in Wyoming, we couldn't get a single bill dealing with lockdowns, masks, vaccines. Forget about taking them off the market, just the mandates past the House, which is the better chamber. And yet, and yet, amazingly, we had the strongest pro-life bill imaginable, bans every abortion, no exceptions except for mother's life in danger. We only lost like a few rhinos. Passed like, I don't know, trying to, I don't think I have the roll call in front of me, but like, you know, 42 to 15 or something. Because that is what we fight for, and that's what we made a movement for, and they know they could lose a primary if they don't support it. But that is not nearly... Well, let me put it a different way. If you think that's of utmost importance, this is that times a million. Because you can't avoid it. And there's no informed consent, but you don't know what this stuff is. You don't accidentally terminate your pregnancy and run into an abortion clinic and get an abortion. You know what you're doing. Here, you know, very, you know, parents that really just want to do what's best for their kids, their pediatrician says you have to get this stuff. Heck, I was a victim of this until recently. I can't believe we had that hep B shot. My wife is so, so sad about it that we didn't know about this. I didn't know about it, how disgusting that shot is. And they get, it, it just kills me. How are we not on to this? And with that, I'm going to get to a real, real champion guest. So a lot of you have been telling me, Daniel, man, you've been really ahead of the curve. You know, the New York Times published that Brookings analysis that I'm the number six spreader of misinformation. But the truth is, there is someone who's been doing this a lot longer, really has been onto the pharma fraud long before COVID, um, and boy was proven right, but is actually working together with the number one listed spreader of misinformation, a.k.a. the truth two years ahead of time, Steve Bannon's war room, and that is Naomi Wolf. She is the founder of Daily Clout, a terrific clearinghouse of a lot of you are asking me for information. You know, what's this study? I forgot, you know, where this is from. It's all there. She's a prolific author. Her latest book is The Bodies of Others, The New Authoritarians, COVID-19, The War Against the Human. Um, but what's also important is in partnership with War Room, um, they've published a new ebook out. Okay, it's a Daily Clout War Room ebook. Uh, Documents, Analysis, Volunteers, Reports ebook. Find out what Pfizer and FDA tried to conceal. Uh, even I forget where a lot of these documents are. We keep passing them around. Every week there's a new one, and it collates it in one resource. Very, very important. Make sure you check out um, the War Room Daily Clout ebook. Just look that up, and you'll find it. Naomi, too much to talk about, too little time. Thanks so much for joining us at Blaze Media today. Thank you so much for having me. It's always such a pleasure to speak with you. All righty. So, so that's really what it is. Find out what Pfizer tried to conceal. Um, there's a lot of data points. There's a lot of information. I want to go through some of your latest top lines. Mm -hmm. When you want to give over to people, okay, this wasn't just, oh, the shots kind of waned, waning efficacy, the mutations. No, no, no. They knew this was problematic 
from day one in not just January 2021, but even in the clinical trials earlier in 2020, that Pfizer knew it, the FDA knew it. What are some of the most damning reports that you've compiled? Oh, God, it's so hard to to narrow it down because um, what this project, which is um, 3,500 experts from a whole range of disciplines, ranging from um, RNs and physicians to biostatisticians, medical fraud investigators, uh, lab clinicians, uh, biological scientists, they've um, joined together under the leadership of um, Daily Cloud's uh, project director, Amy Kelly, um, and we've edited their reports. And, and, and so the Pfizer Documents ebook that you mentioned is a compilation of 50 um, of their reports. And what this turns out to be is a, a, a document, you know, 500 pages of the greatest crime ever committed against humanity. Um, so basically, if I were to just choose a few, well, <laughs> number one, we reported a year ago that one of the most shocking things in the Pfizer documents is that Pfizer knew a month after the rollout, mass rollout of the mRNA vaccinations, that they didn't work. Um, and only now, like in 2023, is Dr. Fauci, he just published a piece in, yep. I believe, Cell, Cell. Uh, acknowledging that the vaccines don't work. It, they, you know, don't literally don't work. So in the Pfizer documents, um, by November 2020, right, it's now three years later um, or at, over two years later, um, we have Pfizer saying there's a failure of efficacy and they also use the phrase vaccine failure. And you will not believe this, but of the top three side effects of getting the Pfizer injection, um, Pfizer knew within a month that the third most common side effect was COVID. And Jeez. you heard that right, was COVID. So literally they knew from November of 2020, before even the giant propaganda campaigns, the you know influencer campaigns, the bot media, yep. you know, before the CARES Act, they knew, they knew, that means the FDA knew because all of these uh, documents were directly in the custody of the FDA. The FDA was the agency that asked um, the judge in Aaron Seary's lawsuit to make these records public. The FDA re requested that they be kept hidden for 75 years, which luckily the judge did not agree to, which is why we have access to these documents. But basically, the FDA also knew that these injections did not work. So literally all the side effects that I'm going to be describing to you, all the deaths, all the disabilities, the horrific menstrual damage, the reproductive damage, which I'll get into, all of that was unnecessary. And if wow. Pfizer and the FDA had been honest a month after rollout, they would have said, you know, big mistake. These don't work. Back to the drawing board. So, again, before they started this almost Nazi-like medical apartheid that if you don't do this, you're killing other people, we'll deny you organ transplants, we'll mm -hmm. deny you, you know, employment, schooling, your live streams, it's over, you better get this. Really, they knew about the negative efficacy, the immune imprinting that's always been associated, especially with respiratory viral vaccines that now Fauci says they're all garbage, um, even though they're pushing the RSV shot right now, but... You know, so so again, like the policy is one thing, but what they knew is the exact opposite. And you don't even have to come on to VSafe and VAERS and the first month or three months. They knew ahead of time this was a problem. Okay, so they knew about the negative efficacy. Mm -hmm. What about, let's get to, I want to make, because I want to make sure we have time for this and, and your time is short. Um, the reproductive issues, you know, I'm struggling with yeah. a lot of my conservative friends in legislatures that I'm trying to get 
you know, their hair on fire over this. Right. And they're like, abortion, 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 abortion. I'm pro-life. Right. Daniel, can you help me start a pro-life caucus? And I right. look at them and I say, if you're bothered by abortion, this right. thing's a forced abortion. Exactly. It's There's no enlightened consent. I mean, anyone getting an abortion knows what they're doing. Right. Whatever your feelings on that is. Here, every pediatrician tells that their, their patient, look, this is what you need to do. Parents think they're doing the right thing. You have RSV, flu shots coming down the pipeline with mRNA. Talk to us about what they knew about the mRNA LNP platform with reproductive health. Yeah, well, this to me is the biggest story of of our time, you know, if not the biggest story ever, because of all the um, massive numbers of of horrific side effects, deaths, disabilities, you know, in these reports, um, the the thing that is most obvious and most um, lastingly uh, like words fail me, like harmful to human beings, is the fact that there is a 360 degree attack on human reproductive capabilities, um, and specifically on women. And I'll just give you some examples, right? But like it's so comprehensive that it's hard to boil down into five talking points. But I'll, you know, after this uh, interview, I'll happily uh, try to create something for state legislatures because sure. they have to understand this. All right. So, um, when you look at the Pfizer documents, it's clear that Pfizer's focus is on experimenting on on uh, ruining female fertility and impairing male fertility. And, um, and and this is like comprehensive. So one example is we were told in the rollout that the materials in the injection, the mRNA and the lipid nanoparticles, especially, which is an industrial fat, um, you can order lipid nanoparticles. They're made in China. You can get them by the box. Um, they've been around for 10 years, and, and for 10 years it's been known that they cross the, the blood-brain barrier, and they're coated in polyethylene glycol, which is a petroleum byproduct, right? So yep. a disgusting, toxic thing. Produces so, a lot of you know, you know, immune responses, autoantibodies, these autoimmune diseases we're seeing. Right. I mean, people really have to understand it's like – I mean, polyethylene glycol is an antifreeze, right? So you're injecting something so – like inflammatory into your body, such a foreign substance, that it does create an inflammatory response throughout your body. But leaving that to one side, um, one, you know, the, the materials don't stay in the deltoid, which is what we were told. That within Dr. Robert Chandler, who's a very distinguished um, sports medicine physician, he treated the Angels and the Lakers, he's a peer reviewer. Um, he found that the Pfizer documents show that Within 48 hours, these materials leave the injection site. So there's a chart you can see in the Pfizer documents ebook from the documents where um, the the amount goes down to the right as the materials leave the injection site. But in the next chart, and these are Pfizer's charts, it, the materials go up to the right as they biodistribute into every organ in the body. But specifically, they accumulate, and this is within 48 hours, specifically, they accumulate in the spleen, the adrenals, the liver, the lymph nodes, and many people are reporting inflamed lymph nodes, and if you're a woman, in the ovaries. And so Dr. Chandler was um, right to keep looking at that because so many women, and I got deplatformed famously from Twitter for accurately stating in June of yep. 2021 that women were reporting severe menstrual dysregulation, right? Like not like, oh, my period is off, 
but you know, I know people didn't get a period for six, eight months. There you go. I mean that. So let me get to that because this is all in the Pfizer documents. It's, it's so upsetting and horrific. So lipid nanoparticles, um, Dr. Chandler couldn't see any mechanism whereby the body was getting rid of these lipid nanoparticles over time. So really visualize what that means. Everyone remember eighth grade biology, basically these industrial fats coated in a petroleum byproduct are packing the ovaries with the first injection, packing them even more with the second injection, causing inflammation. And then with every booster, you're adding more lipid nanoparticles to your ovaries and your fallopian tubes if you're a woman. So un, unsurprisingly, right? Um, and again, there's no mechanism we've seen whereby these leave the body. Some countries, people have had five, five, shots altogether, you know, two initial shots and three boosters. So unsurprisingly, right, this, this is like so predictable. Um, there's a chart in the Pfizer documents that shows that of the adverse events, and there are over 42,000 of them, over 72% occurred in women. And consistently throughout the Pfizer documents, women are three to one represented as the ones harmed by in various ways, right? And we've talked about that a lot on the program as we go through all these surveys, there's Saudi surveys, Turkish surveys, all consistently surveys and studies have shown women, the Israeli health ministry survey as well, that was early on, they seem to show women have significantly more injuries. Right. And these injections are designed to injure women specifically reproductively. Um, but they, they also outpace men. You can see in Dr. Chandler's report with, with things like stroke and heart attack. Neurological, for sure, yeah. Neurological, exactly. So going back to women's menstrual dysregulation, which is kind of step one of what you need to get pregnant. Obviously, you need a healthy menstrual cycle. You need to be able to ovulate. So Pfizer has a chart, and I, I literally was so upset by it that I did a video where I just literally read read the chart. Um, because it's got like 20 to 30 different scientific names for ruining women's menstrual cycles, whether it, and then thousands of women identified as subjects to whom this had happened in the Pfizer documents. And so of the 72% um, of adverse events that happened to women, in Pfizer's own words, 16% of those were quote unquote reproductive disorders. 16% of the three to one women getting hurt of all the bad things that happened in the Pfizer documents were in Pfizer's own words, reproductive disorders. So, you know, these uh, harms to menstruation include bleeding twice a month, bleeding all, all month long, like never not bleeding. This is a category that happened to thousands of women. Um, Postmenopausal bleeding, um, it, it, decidual cast shedding, which is completely gross to even hear about. But and very means, rare, too. And Well, not so rare anymore. <laughs> in the Pfizer documents, right, it used to be very rare, where you, you just completely lose, basically, the lining of your uterus. Um, there's um, menarche happening to 10-year-old girls upon their being injected with the mRNA vaccine. Many thousands of women reporting um, hemorrhage, hemorrhaging and, and clotting that they you know, of, of like material they can never even identify before, um, like miscarriage type uh, hemorrhaging. And Dr. Chandler, this is so sad. And it goes right to your correct warning to pro-life people. This is a forced abortion. Dr. Chandler warns that a lot of these, um, you know, hideous clots and passing of tissue could be um, uh, miscarriages, um, ectopic pregnancies. Um, so 
you know, and then women like your friends not bleeding at all, completely losing the ability to menstruate, which of course means they're not fertile. Um, or it's going to be very, very difficult to conceive because, you know, without a menstrual cycle, you don't ovulate. Um, and not to mention, let me remind everyone that, you know, female menstrual cycle regulates hormones in a very, very complex way. So it's not just that women are having horrific, disabling bleeding events that render them infertile, but also that, you know, women are are being damaged, you know, in terms of their mood, in terms of their energy levels, you know, all the things that hormones regulate. Um, so Pfizer knew about this, and there are literally thousands of women in each category, um, as well as buried in this chart, many, many ways of killing babies. So spontaneous abortion, miscarriage, um, you know, fetal demise, uh, stillbirth, um, all of all of this is buried in these documents, unsurprisingly. Um, shall I go on to the other part of the Chamber of um, Horrors? <laughs> I'm trying to digest it, but I just want you guys to understand as you hear this after my opening monologue. So think about the surveillance state we talked about, the legal structures, the mandates that are not just in place, but actually getting worse. And then think about this. And now, folks, think about the last couple of weeks we've been talking about. You go to these legislatures, deep red states. It's all about abortion. It's all about school choice. You know, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, God bless her, gets up there. School choice is the civil rights issue of our time. Like, I don't necessarily disagree with the issue, but it's like, dude, how is this not like number one by a mile? And it's not even number 10 in almost any governor, legislative chamber, even Congress, these investigative committees. Um, I just before we go on to the next part, I want to get your comment just on a political aspect of this. Mm -hmm. um, Congresswoman Nancy Mace drops a, a bombshell in the middle of the hearing that she was injured, tremors in the hand, heart pain, and right. develops asthma. Very sad. So many people have experienced this. But it was in the context of like, oh, Twitter censored the information. I'm like, well, okay, that's a problem. But like, isn't it a bigger problem that government is doing this to us? And are you going to now call for them to end it? Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, they work together, right? If people hadn't, if people like me, you know, hadn't been, and people like Dr. McCullough, Dr. Alexander, uh, Steve Kirsch, all the people, very serious people bringing forward evidence of exactly these kinds of side effects hadn't been deplatformed, censored, smeared, attacked, and so on. Um, and it goes beyond that, right? Like I, I just posted a Substack about how my, my life and my livelihood was literally turned upside down by Twitter, not just deplatforming me, but going after me reputationally around the world um, at the behest of the United States government. You know, if it weren't for Twitter's collusion, Facebook's collusion, uh, it, it would have been a lot easier to alert the American people yeah. very early on. We wouldn't be um, two years behind. Exactly. And there's still so much. I mean, to this day, I've got Look, the Pfizer Documents ebook has been in the top 10 or 20 Kindle bestsellers since the minute it was published. And literally, the New York Times created a new rule that kept it from being included <laughs> in the bestseller list. And it has had, I mean, I've spent 35 years being covered by legacy media, every single one of my books. And this has had zero coverage by legacy media. So, you know, this these people want to continue to memory hole all of this information because they're they're mass murderers and the, and the legacy media was complicit and social mass media murder mass mur and and, it, and again it's what's so sad is i've estimated based on two different estimates and we have no way of knowing this but just to give people an idea somewhere between 7.5 7.8 million global covid vaccine deaths mm -hmm. but 
the scary thing is, number one, that's the opening bid, because now we're starting to see the subclinical myocarditis, the long-term, all these ailments long-term take years off of life, and then and then the reproductive. So like that, right. that's the baseline. So, okay, we only got a couple minutes, and, and we got to do a part two at some point. Um, so we talked about, again, they knew it had negative efficacy from day one. Right. They knew about this destroyed women and particularly reproductive health. You got all the documents, and, and folks, again, this is nine ninety nine on Kindle for over seven hundred pages worth of information. It's it's a must have, um, and you could sort what you need uh, for those of you who need it legally. You need it in your school. You need it for your yeah. place of employment. It's all all there. Um, what are two or three other things people need to know? Sure. Very quickly, Pfizer defined exposure to the vaccine as including inhalation, skin contact, and sexual intercourse with vaccinated men, especially at the moment of conception. So again, they knew that there was something reproductively impactful um, in, you know, in vaccinating people, and they warned vaccinated men not to have intercourse with childbearing age women. Um, or if they did to use two reliable forms of contraception. I'll fast forward to the last two key points showing that this is a you know genocidal injection intentionally. Um, they, uh, you know, of, of 270 women who got pregnant nonetheless in the trials, Pfizer lost the records of 234 of them, which is itself illegal. Of the 36 women whose pregnancies were carried to term, over 80% of them lost their babies. Um, we know the mechanism by which um, the babies are being lost because the lipid nanoparticles uh, compromise the placenta, among other horrible things that it does. But the last thing I'll say, and there's so much more, is that um, predictably nine months after the mass rollout of these mRNA injections, there's been a, a baby die-off or a drop in live births around the world um, between 13 to 19 percent um, lower than normal levels of healthy live births around the world and uh, doubling in many areas of um, spontaneous abortion and miscarriage, notably Scotland, Canada, Israel. So, okay. Now there's a lot more where that came from. And again, you'll see it in the ebook. We'll have you back. But the final thing is this would be insane enough if it was over with, all over with. They, right. they quietly just like got rid of the mandates, got rid of the shots, took it off the market, done, mRNA is done. They're reinforcing this. They're reinforcing the surveillance state. They're reinforcing the legal structures. Mm -hmm. They have 15 more mRNAs from Moderna in the pipeline with RSV already approved with expedited review from, or, or they were granted expedited review from the FDA. And then they have the flu mRNA and triple combos. Different variations are coming out between Pfizer, Moderna, uh, some others. Um, it's like this never happened. And the question is, how do we stop this? I, I every day I think we had, had the kill shot on it, and it doesn't land. Yeah, yeah. How do we stop it? I mean, that's a, a multi-front battle. Um, well, one way is through information, and you and I have been tireless, and you know, a handful of other people. Uh, Eighty-eight percent of Americans refused to take a booster. They're not persuaded. A tiny fraction of people, fewer than six percent, um, and I think that's an exaggeration, uh, agreed to you know inject their minor children with these mRNA vaccines. So, you know, the first thing is to say no, you know, if you possibly can, and for us to continue to get the word out um, or for individuals to get the word out, right? Because it has to be word of mouth. Um, the second thing is the legal front, right? We've got two teams of lawyers suing Pfizer, um, but, but you know, everyone has to sue, uh, on, you know, and, and our, our experts have also found so much fraud, so much 
um, illegality in the Pfizer documents that there are many ways now to take action. False advertising, coercion. I believe human trafficking is one of the offenses because people have been forced to do something they would not have done if they had informed mm. consent, which is the definition of human trafficking. And the last thing is is legislative. Um, you know, there. if you look at Bill Cam on our website, which uh, is a way to send um, bills in a socially shareable way through social media, you'll see the top in the top 10 are like two or three really good no more vaccine mandates, punish, you know, punish manufacturers, take away their Im immunity um, to to, you know, to legal act action, which the PrEP app Act shields them right now. Yeah. That's super important. And lastly, you know, criminal. I mean, these are giant crimes. So these are criminal offenses. And we have webinars where we teach people to file um, you know, criminal complaints against uh, these evildoers, but we need to lobby our representatives to, you know, send sheriffs and, and attorneys general after these wrongdoers. We sent 14 letters to different states' attorneys general to open investigations. This is the greatest crime against humanity, and these people have to be prosecuted and, and you know, sentenced by juries of their peers and by I mean, we have the border, we have the food and fuel stuff, we have them blowing up pipelines— this is a crazy world, but th there's no close second. Like you're saying, I cannot think of something that was all encompassing of life and liberty, life and liberty together destroyed humanity. And again, this is their opening salvo. They're, right. they're not done. And it's just shocking. Um, one of the things I think would be very helpful. I'm finding a lot of legislators ask me uh, two things. Number one is it's, it's, this is so crazy that it's crazy. So like, what are we supposed to do? They're like, Daniel, that's crazy. I know, but it's not my fault. I didn't do it. Like, you know, that they're almost benefiting that it's so out of control that no one wants to believe that. But number two is it's so overwhelming. So this is good that yeah. we have all the source material in this ebook. We need like a few pages of just bullet points of some of the most compelling right. things. Because even things that you and I would have passed around two years ago, the top lines VAERS, the top lines VSAFE, the February, you know, uh, 2021 Pfizer document, it's like they don't know it. it. The people, these legislators, I mean, even the ones that are inclined to agree with us, they just haven't seen it or yeah, are I unaware. And, and that's that's um, natural. So we have a, a foreword for the ebook that bullet points the most hellish things. Um, you're welcome mm -hmm. to send that to them. But we also have a good um, press release, which should um, highlight some of the most horrific things. And I'll make sure that, that you have that. You can, um, you know, cut and paste whatever you want and send it to legislators, but I'll also commit to helping you because this is so important. Um, create kind of the top 10 crimes or the top five, whatever the number is. Um, with all the information that they need in a very accessible format, because I know that and the other thing we can do is create a draft bill, you know, that, yeah. that speaks to all of these things. And that's what we did with the Five Freedoms Act, which I think is how I first met you. Um, and, you know, between us, we can go, uh, you know, legislature by legislature and and pass bills that don't only protect people from this kind of nightmare going forward, but hold the evildoers accountable. Hold them accountable. And this is what we're going to need. Obviously, we have the grand jury in Florida. you got all the material for them to use. So again, Google, just just put this in War Room Daily Clout, Pfizer ebook. It will be there. It's it's just, just 10 bucks. You get all of the source material, searchable, um, Daily Clout followed every day. And then you're, you're back on Twitter, right? Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, For now. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I am. I'm just, I just wrote a screed, as I mentioned, about watching these, 
these horrific people, you know, these people who testified yesterday didn't just ruin, you know, my life and didn't just keep the American people from making informed choices in the 2020 election. They also have have sentenced millions of women to, you know, infertility, agony, uh, you know, disabling um, reproductive health conditions and and maybe millions of babies uh, and fetuses to an early grave. They, They are really mass criminals. This is the other half of the died suddenly, which is getting a little Mm. bit more play than the never born or the, yeah, the, the, the fetuses that people don't notice. So again, at Naomi R Wolf on Twitter, we're going to have to have you back very soon. All right. (laughs) I would love that. Yeah. I always love talking to you. Thank you. Thank you so much for your work. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. So folks, that's just a remarkable, remarkable story. Um, and I don't mean the death and man. I just mean Dr. Wolf herself. You know, was a traditional liberal, worked in the Clinton administration, and now she's a greater asset for the issue that matters in the way it matters at the time that matters than any conservative around that I know of. Um, and she is so on target. So again, between our book bringing the stories in a readable trial, it's a very readable book to to you, and between her ebook, which is obviously. Nothing you're going to sit and read cover to cover. It's a, it's, it's a 700 document page pages of documents, but you could find anything you want. They have the top lines, anything you want. Daniel, I heard of this. I heard of that. I can't find it. I myself have trouble you know, remembering where everything is, even in my own articles. So this is, I mean, this is all the material for grand juries, for legislation, for everything. And yes, she is going to help me with um, legislative stuff. But, I mean, she really just brings it to life. I, I don't know. It, it, there's probably not much you learned, maybe a few things. We all said this. Um, but it's the way she brings it out. We're, we're so in a trance with the politics and all the bad stuff going on. And it's like, I told you, you're going to read our book and you're going to realize, like, oh, Daniel, I don't know, Rise of the Fourth Reich, Invoking the Nazis, Nuremberg, I don't know. This is underselling. They killed more people. And that's just the opening salvo. They want more. And before we actualize the long-term effects of the died suddenly and also the reproductive problems, the, the forced abortions. This is the greatest genocide and the greatest crime against humanity. And again, that, that would be bad enough if you didn't have the liberty issues. It was just like they kind of like, you know, convinced everyone to get a thing. But they had on top of it the liberty where they mandated and that the lockdowns and the mask and the whole biomedical security state and the tracking. And they have it in place now, like I said. And Fauci writes a academic paper in Cell along with the current chief scientific guru at NIAID admitting that viral, restaurant viral vaccines are garbage. At the same time, they have more coming out. Like, wait, what? How did the policies not change? And the answer is, because it's all on purpose. They, they knew this. It wasn't like, oh, darn, we really stepped in this re- reproductive problem. Like, That's why they did it. How many of them need to tell you? How many times do they need to say, we have 8 billion people. We need to get it down to 1 billion for you to realize that's what they're doing. I didn't see it. I didn't want to believe it. But at some point, you got to believe it. That's what they're doing. And then again, when you tether it to the food and fuel and every other thing they're doing, it all fits into that. But I can't even get my get off the ground with these dudes. It's just pathetic. Utterly pathetic. 
know, like the best we can get is Georgia SB1, weak sauce. It only says that the state of Georgia can't put on government mandates. Doesn't stop the hospitals and actually explicitly has a carve out. Oh, we don't want to interfere with the CMS mandate. How do you do that? We can't even end the mandates of the hemlock. This is crazy. This is the greatest crime against humanity. This is the rise of the Fourth Reich, meaning it's the Third Reich mentality with the technology and wherewithal and global reach that they didn't have back then. That's the thesis of our book. So I need you guys to get this across. Here's the good news. Well, it's not good news. It's terrible news. I know we're right. I know this is not going away. I know this thing will be forced to the forefront. The question is how many more people need to die before we we stop this. It's a disgrace what is going on in the Republican House, in the Republican legislatures, the Republican governors. They refuse, refuse to face this. You know, Aaron Siri just put out, um, you know, a lot of people are, are forgetting an important point. You know, they're debating over, oh, the emergency should end now, and Biden doesn't want to end it till May, but at least in May, he will end it. He's ending the emergency declaration in May, but you know what doesn't end? You know what they're not ending? The PREP Act liability shield. They're not ending that, because that was guaranteed in June 2020 in the DOD contracts and HHS, but DOD contracts with Pfizer and Moderna that they will forever be shielded of liability. You purposely know this. You know it's negative effective. You know the more you inject, the more you infect. You know that it's going to kill people. You know it's going to prevent babies from being born. You know it's going to cause every single long-term malady that you could ever imagine. And you shield it of liability. You mandate it. You use the tools of every organ of society, culture, media, medicine, law, you name it. Work, workplace to get done your dirty work. And Republicans are like, students, not systems. That's the civil rights of the day. What a bunch of schmucks. I'm sick of these people. We will not move away from this, but I need you to help me. This is our rallying cry. Rise of the Fourth Reich, confronting COVID fascism with a new Nuremberg trial so this never happens again. Folks, we have a busy week next week with this coming out. We will not relent. We will keep giving you more and more information, action items. Join our legislative strike force teams, conaction.network. Email me, Daniel Hurwitz, at startmail.com. I am going to be a little busy on the, you know, with answering emails this week, so might not necessarily be able to be to respond, but I should be able to see it at Arm Conservative on Twitter. Till Monday, God bless you all. Stay alive, stay informed, and we'll meet here, same time, same place, Monday. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 